This week, I got to sit down with a guy who's always shown me a lot of love. Um, when I first got out to LA, I heard about some DJ that went by DJ Ski. And his name kind of just kept coming up and coming up. And so finally, I was like, I got to meet this dude. So my boy Mike set it up. I went over there and uh, I forget what we were meeting about at the time. I think it was trying to get him involved in some sports watches or um, maybe it was my book. I can't remember now. But just a super, super nice guy. Every time he sees me, he says, what's good, sir? And I just like being called sir because no one ever calls me that. But um, this was one of our first podcasts that we got to do. We went over to his place. He's got a very cool setup, the Ski Lodge. He runs Dash Radio, does a lot of really cool stuff over there. Works with a lot of big music people. Um, knows all the NBA players. I always see him sitting courtside and doing cool stuff. Um, but like I said, just a really down-to-earth, solid, solid individual. And uh, he's got a crazy story, man, of being a punk kid and just taking action and going for it and leaving life behind, getting out of high school early so he could go take a job thousands of miles away. Um, super inspiring and just all around um, a lot of fun getting to hang out, catch up, and connect with DJ Ski. Dude, thank you for making What's it. What's up, buddy? Welcome. Can't believe uh, you awesome. got it over here. This is awesome. I love it, man. I'm yeah, what do, you, what do you think of the bus? It's awesome. I want to move in. I'm, I'm already scouting it out. <laughs> I know. You already, I said you already, already asking the questions. questions. Yeah, see? Like, he's ready to uh, buy this. Give us uh, 12 months. We're ready to resale. Exactly. Let me know. <laughs> it's awesome. This is our, uh, yeah, this is our home now. This, this is, is our, incredible. Uh, How do you like home. it? Like I, like I was saying before we started, uh, no clue what we were getting ourselves into yeah. and we're like let's just get in this thing we're gonna mob we're gonna drive to cleveland and then we're gonna go to virginia beach and then we're gonna come all the way back we went through three storms there was literally uh, storm stella in cleveland like freezing uh we're driving through all of it and then we hit a uh, like a little hurricane on our way back yeah. through the other way yeah so, easy. but somehow we like i ran over a couple tested. mailboxes there's a couple there's a couple battle scars but uh road tested it's yeah yeah, yeah. Can't it's been get any worse yeah yeah so well, you know it's ready for you all downhill Just, for now we'll, we'll talk we'll talk uh, the resale here in a little bit so what's going on with you man everything good i think it's great man just working away non-stop yeah Only it never ends never ends right it seems like you got like a good work ethic or something yeah, a little bit you, you have yeah. to in this business right yeah yeah keep sure. it pushing what are you uh what are you most excited about like what do you got going on for me that every, you can talk about or uh, can't for talk sure about? for me i mean my main focus is dash radio i mean we're really excited about what we're building we're super excited about just the potential of the market every day you know we, we just look at our numbers and see what's out, what's happening kind of out there and the momentum that we have so you know this is really my, my focus right now i think we if, if we do it right if everything kind of comes to fruition we're, we're on the brink of something massive so yeah crazy man yeah it's funny that's a, it's uh i was talking about this with my buddy amir the other day too it's um sometimes like that leaving that secure um he, he worked for nike for a long time he was doing pretty far up the company and he left and he started his own uh like social media company yeah and i'm like oh dude that leaving nike like who, who yeah, is right? nike you know what i mean and uh, he's killing it. Three years later now, they're making like it's big incredible. clients, Apple, Red Bull, it's all these awesome. things. It's like, but he had to take that like leap of faith and you have kind to. of like what I've seen you do a few times. Absolutely. You, I have mean, you, you have to. You have to step outside of your comfort zone and take that risk. With no risk, there's, there's no reward. It's if it was easy and, you know, then everybody would do it. And that's why most people don't. Why, you know, sometimes it won't work. Maybe, maybe it won't. Maybe you risk it for that. But... You know, it's what do you want to do? Do you want to gamble? Do you want to keep getting these things, or do you want to gamble and go for this but risk losing it all? Yeah, it's yeah. The life of you know an entrepreneur or somebody that wants to you know get out and do it. 
and not that either is right or wrong. There's the pros and cons to each. You just have to decide which side of the fence you want to be on. And you know that it is what it is. You can't complain if it goes wrong and you fail and lose everything. You knew what it was. And if you stay on the other side, you can't be failed and say, I want to do more because you're kind of, you know, that's what you got to do if you want to get it. Yeah, it's the reality. It's, Sometimes you gotta buy the bus and maybe burn it to the ground. Seriously, I, like, I literally had no Seriously. idea what's gonna happen. Like we're gonna go, we're gonna film some stuff, Seriously. we're gonna talk to some kids, we have a good time. Yeah, it's, it yeah. seems like it's working out. I don't know. You're, you're doing all right. <laughs> Dude, actually, I just remember right now. Uh, so last time, last time I saw you, what were we talking about earlier? Um, where did I run into you at? Oh, it was at the carnival. Yeah, that's but, right. But before that, uh, right now, uh, do you remember you were in New York City? You were running, right. and I'm on this bus. I'm out in New York like That's for the first right. time. I forgot yeah, that. I'm with my mom and my grandma, <laughs> and uh, I'm sitting there with the super tourists, like on the like the, the double decker bus, right? Yeah, one of those. Upstairs, yeah, yeah, and I'm freezing. Like it was so cold. And I look out, and you were out there running. Yeah, you looked like. Are you a serious runner? I try. I yeah. try to get it in, especially on the road. And, you know, you got to stay healthy. Like, for me, I've realized that exercise, especially, like, running, it's like a mental escape. Like, the other day, I hadn't worked out in, like, two days. And my brain really felt like mush. And I couldn't focus or concentrate on work. So not only do I do it to, like, stay healthy, but it keeps you, like, physically, but it keeps your, your mental health as well, i found. So yeah. for me, it's something, just exercise in general, is something crucial that, like, I can't live with without. Otherwise, I start just feeling it. Yeah. I can't sleep. It's fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. When when did you start running? Did you you weren't running when you were? I've always like ran on and off. I go through phases okay. and things. So I mean, since I was like a teenager, um, late teenager, I started you know just doing more like distance running and things. And you know, I really enjoy it, especially when I'm in different cities more so than anywhere else. Because I think it's a great way to see the city to get your exercise in, to kind of explore. Because you can kind of go at your own pace. If you find a cool little alley wherever you are, you can dip down and see what's there. You can explore all the, the hot spots, kind of at your own thing, instead of being like in a car or getting. You, know, you can kind of do it as you want while getting an exercise in, yeah, so. Yeah, that's no, why I you love looked, You look serious. I didn't know if you were serious, but you had like the compression, oh, uh, yeah, the I've pants, got all the, gear, the hat. Yeah. I was like, it was cold it was out, so like cold. you said. It was so cold, yeah. I'm like, no, he's a serious runner. Like, yeah. whether you're or not, I don't know. But it seemed like, I was like, okay, this, this guy's doing, doing some marathons running. or anything. I don't think my body's built for that. I can't go that far, but you I know. feel like every time I see someone do that or I hear people talking about it, I'm like, that seems like the worst thing. And maybe I'm just a hater, but like, that's like the, I feel like it's so bad on your body. Your joints, everything. I max out at about 10 miles. My body starts really aching and feeling it so I don't do much above that like, yeah yeah oh, so I, just, running, I listen to my body you're running you're running pretty far yeah like, usually, I usually cut I usually cut like do it when I, in a run is average I'd say is about five miles for me so okay not bad that's crazy no I uh it's funny because I always did uh basketball I mean did a few sports but basketball was my thing of course and um but since then it's like too easy to get hurt and people are trying yeah. to fight you at the gym and you know That's everyone's got ego. Like, I like having fun. I'm not trying to like lose a tooth over a rec league rebound. So yeah, to be it's the MVP of the rec league. So exactly, I started to, now my exercise has been more running. Yeah. I just go out, outside oh, awesome. yeah. um, over, over in our neck of the woods and I at first I hated it. Like I hated it so much. Like it hurt, and I just not did not enjoy it. But now I kind of feel like I have that same yeah. thing where it's like an escapism, for and sure. I'm able to not. The big thing, honestly, for me is not being able to be on my phone. Yeah. And so like I can actually like have time to get ideas Focus. and think, and and the endorphins like are flowing so or whatever it is. Ideas the positive that. ions or something. Yeah. And it's like that's when the good stuff seems yeah. to happen. Absolutely, it's totally huh. great. Same here. I've been huh. coming up with so many ideas on the run, literally. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So okay, uh, a lot of people know about the stuff that. You're up to now with the dash radio the music stuff you've always had you know your your hand in the music um, business mm -hmm. but i don't know if a lot of people know and maybe they do about kind of early on and how it got started and that's the part that um when i learned about you from our mutual friend mike yeah um shout out mike mcclain yes shout out to him sorry you didn't get the invite but uh <laughs> maybe next time too busy being in love um 
was kind of how your story of how you got going and, and kind of same thing took action that kind of stuff yeah. um, how did it all begin because I don't know if I actually even know the real story <laughs> for sure it was all lies yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, urban legend at this point I mean for me I was always kind of entrepreneurial based so in high school like I never worked a real job I'd have all my friends that would work at you know maybe Target or Best Buy or whatever store it was at the time tell me when it was the Xbox and PS2 it just came out so I'd tell them I had to have them tell me when they were coming in and I'd go buy all the shipments and buy as many units as I can and sell them for double the money on eBay and from that that's how I got connected with Steve Rifkin, who was the CEO of Loud Records, and uh, his son needed one for, for Christmas. I was DJing on the air, and one of my friends in New York, who I kind of like came up under, Stretch Armstrong, happened to be meeting with Steve about one of his artists, and Stretch was like, wait, I know, Steve was talking about a PlayStation for his son, it was right, like two days before Christmas, and Stretch was like, wait, I got this kid in Minneapolis that has some, let me connect you, so hooked him up, stayed in contact, and then I was always like selling different things, like I'm a big sneakerhead, so I was like importing shoes from Europe in exclusive colorways, like Air Force Ones at the time, and getting different Jordans and, and selling them off, and met a lot of industry people and artists, and people like Fat Joe, who I'd supply with, with a lot of kids over the years, and... Um, so you were hooking everybody up. Yeah, like, you were, you just had gear and you were like, and, and they all wanted to be like, you, you were the guy, That's okay, how I yeah, pay yeah. for my shoes, that's how I started my addiction. People okay. like, how'd you start getting yeah. all those shoes? I'm like, well, I started when I was young. Yeah. And so the I'd sell two so I could buy one for myself. But um, <laughs> through that, stayed in touch with Steve and sent him a proposal on what I thought he was doing wrong with his label. And, the time, and how old were you? Sixteen. So, so sixteen, and he's the yeah, CEO. CEO of, yeah. Okay. You let so, him know what he's doing wrong. I just had a bunch of ideas. Ballsy. A lot of yeah. it was like digitally based and things that okay. I was very familiar with that I knew he wasn't. I obviously did my research on him and saw the types of things that he was into. Because one thing I was preach is like really preach, uh, like I guess when you're talking or when you're presenting something, knowing who your audience is. So I did my history on Steve and knew that he pioneered street teams and guerrilla marketing. So I took a lot of those theories on and talked about them, kind of in how that would look and unfold in a digital era. So the time again all I wanted was like a Wu-Tang Clan shirt Mop Deep shirt exhibit shirt I would have been the happiest kid in the yeah, world yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know he was like hey come come to New York and meet with me so ditch high school today fly out in the morning from Minneapolis to New York meeting ends up getting cancelled so I'm depressed and bummed and just end up walking around New York City for the day it's like sorry I had a lawyer last second thing blah 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 come back a lot of people would have quit then but I was, and it was bummed especially being a 16 year old kid you're like oh. Yeah, so I ended yeah, up coming yeah. out again a couple a weeks bit, later. Yeah, yeah financial undertaking too. <laughs> yeah. Sixteen. Two weeks later, come out again. This time, meet with him. He's like, "Hey, come, come work for me." And I'm like, "All right, cool." So I was gonna move to New York. 9/11 actually happens. So he was bi-coastal, and that made him spend more time with his family. And I was all excited because I was always like a New York hip hop head. That's where mm -hmm. I was born. That's really the I, I got to spend a lot of time in New York, and that's what I knew. So I was excited to get there and looking for apartments, everything, have a place, about to move in. 9/11 happens. And he's like, kind of changes everything. And he's like, well, let's take you to LA because I'm going to be spending more time there because his family was there and reprioritized a lot of people. And hmm. at the time, I didn't like know much about the West Coast. I could, you know, been out in the West of the Mississippi once in my life, really. And hmm. was, you know, I was like, damn, like LA, really? And you now, in retrospect, it obviously was a blessing because it was a huge opportunity for me. It's where I made all my connections. It's especially for the mixtape scene, which is where I came up. There was a lot more opportunity, I feel, versus New York, which was kind of saturated with that. So it all worked out. But first, I didn't really want to. It was like, what's the worst that could happen? Like, yeah, I ended up back in wherever. So figured a way to graduate high school early. Um, kind of schemed to figure out, like, hey, I could take independent study. I, at the time, there was no online schooling. It was so new. The school district had just approved it. The principal in school didn't even realize about it, so I had to go figure out a way to take like the first online classes to get enough credit. Um, but figured out a way to graduate high school early, packed a U-Haul, 
Um, made my way across the country, barely survived that trip. Uh, in an so old U-Haul to meet up. 17, yeah. 18 at this point? Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, came out to LA and <laughs> just going for it. What did what, what your family well, end up working for me? I think at this they point. were pretty supportive. I mean, they were, some of them didn't really know or understand, but I mean, look, at the end of the day, if you're a little teenage kid, like, what's the worst that could happen? And I always yeah. figured, like, look, you can always go back and go back to college and yeah. say it doesn't work. It's going to be tough, though, to, you know, that opportunity I had probably wouldn't have lasted four years. They wouldn't have waited for me for that. You have to strike a lot of times where the iron's hot. You can't wait on things. I've learned that over and over. Like, a lot of times when you get opportunities, they'll kind of come at often in inopportune times, but you have to identify them and be willing to take that risk because those doors close just as fast as, as they come a lot of times. So, jumped in. Luckily, you know, it ended up working out, but... Yeah. Can't know. get you out of Cali now. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> it's the other way around. Do you think that uh, he was testing you when he didn't meet you, or did he really have a lawyer thing? Because now I think like, he really had a lawyer thing, and I think, like, look, when he's... Uh, he could have been, but... Um, <laughs> we need to find really this information. Yeah, I need, exactly. That's a good I question. The, I never uh, thought about that. I mean, I think, you like, look, when you look at your calendar and you're running a multi-million dollar label and you have a major emergency meeting versus a 16 year old okay. kid you have to meet you obviously prioritize the same way we do if we have a meeting with the CEO of some big company versus some kid that we've been talking to like look that's just how life is right or wrong it's the order of the ranks and you have to like be cool with that and yeah. not get frustrated and be persistent it's not about being annoying it's about really being persistent and not giving up because there's a, you know you're always gonna have those opportunities but you can't just go oh he canceled on me for blah blah, blah. Like, yeah. stuff happens and yeah for his business you know it's more important it's he wouldn't be doing his duty if he was can't like if he had you know an opportunity and canceled it to meet with me so yeah yeah he wouldn't be where he was if that was the yeah, decision like, he was making you know it could who knows it could have been a new multi-million dollar deal for him that's going to do this so you can't be be mad at him the same way that you know nowadays if somebody if you know the, the ceo of a major brand wants to come talk to me right now at 3 30 today when yeah. we were supposed to meet about a huge multi-million dollar advertising deal on dash where we're going to do this cool partnership and stuff i would have said jesse you would have canceled on him but i would have totally canceled <laughs> I, was I, was like, I was like where's this going i don't think i like where this is going right now <laughs> no but you know what and i mean I like, just, yeah i would have had like, like that's yeah, how it is that. and the same thing like if, if kobe bryant called you right now and was like hey i can only do it 3 30 at this time you better hit me and be kobe, like we got to reschedule like <laughs> See, I'm, I'm picking you, Kobe Gates backdoor. Wrong move, right I'd there. So no. gone. I'd be so gone. I'd be so gone. I wouldn't even I mean. know you. Like, <laughs> ski who? Who is this but guy? That, but that's what I mean. I mean, and it's not like, right like that. But that's just you know, you, you obviously have to make certain decisions. And those things, these come and go. So that's kind of how I looked at it from that perspective. But you can't give up, and it's fine. It all worked out. I love it. It's um, if there's one thing like I take away from your story, and, and there's a lot of things there, whether it's the, the hard work and the work ethic, I really do think the the major thing that people looking from the outside can see is really that taking action. Yeah. And almost at like 16, I feel like you almost don't know any better. You're like, yeah, like you said, true. what do I got to lose? Like I don't got it's a family, true. I don't got kids, I don't got responsibility, like I'll go back and move in with my family if they'll have me. Like you, you have a little bit of a, a less, cushion, yeah. yeah, yeah, a little bit of cushion For sure, like there. if it was right now, it'd be a lot more difficult. And you know, look, it's still, you have to take a risk and jump into those opportunities. But as you get older, you know, you do have a lot more responsibilities and a lot more, I mean, you get more conservative as you get older and, and, yeah. and things, it's just a natural way of life. Like when you're a kid, you're doing all these things. And like, you look back and you're like, wait, I was so dumb. Why did I do yeah, that? Yeah. But it didn't make any sense. It didn't, but it is what it is. It's kind of the evolution of life. Yeah. And, and now it's so easy. And this is something I see with a lot of kids that actually I want to talk about. So I'm glad this kind of came up. It's like easy just to sit back and have a phone, yeah. have a computer screen, and be able to just watch everyone else do something and yeah. not ever actually have to do anything. Yeah. Like, or to front, like you are doing something. Like, 
I've been like the last three weeks my friends probably hate talking to me because all I've been talking about is social media and kind of how much like I hate it like I like, I, 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 yeah. I, 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 I use it I like it it's important for what I'm doing Absolutely. but I kind of hate it and I and I feel like I see how someone is on social media and I'm like I don't even want to meet this person because yeah. because everyone's I get it, it's a highlight reel we're projecting us at our best I'm yeah. showing us on the bus I'm you know I'm not showing yeah. my bad days I'm not showing yeah. when I'm bummed out or whatever yeah. which is probably good I don't want to bum a bunch of people out but it's like it's it's something that's almost when I was growing up and I feel like you relate to this it's Hey, if I wanted something I had to put in, I didn't know I was putting in 10,000 hours, yeah. but I was dribbling a basketball, 10,000 hours, I was reading, I was yeah. doing soccer, whatever. I actually went out and did things where now, it's eyeballs are here 80% of the time, For sure. and no one's developing any skills, they, there's no like social awareness in the room. Yeah. It's like, I almost feel bad for like the next generation, like they're not gonna have any any skills. It's totally great. It's just been bumming me out It's always nagging you, you're like, wait, where, do I have any messages? Do I have anything right now? I mean, just natively, like you're always like looking for your phone, and the first thing we do when we stop this interview, yeah. we're both gonna look at our phones yeah, yeah, to yeah, see yeah. what we've missed, and yeah. it's probably not gonna be anything that big, yeah. to be honest. Isn't you that know, crazy? Like, but we're, we're all, like, same thing, I'm and completely it's always important to see what's going on out there instead of what's going on in front of you. Yeah. Do you have any parameters that you put on yourself as far as like a certain time? Like that's something I've been really trying to lock yeah. in lately and I, I'm horrible at it still. Yeah. But it's like, all right, I'm not responding to anyone for the, until the end of the day and then I'm gonna give it like yeah. 30 minutes or I'm not gonna look through any yeah. social media feeds. Do you do anything like that or is I mean, it just I've definitely, take it as it comes? I've definitely slowed down and try to put your like ringer on mute, which is probably the best solution a lot of times. Because again, you want to be active and responsive, but doesn't necessarily need to be minute by minute and even if you're sitting there in the office working on things if you check it every time you get an email or a text it's going to distract you and lose focus over and over and it's going to take you a lot longer to do work and you're you're not going to be able to do, get your best outcome so there's different times i try to focus or put it down or not really check for it as much i don't do a great job at it but I, but i feel the same way in a lot of that like i've definitely slowed down a lot of it even on twitter and instagram and snap like I'll post things, but I feel I'm almost obligated to at a certain point for for that. I, I'll use like you know Snapchat more than anything right now just to communicate with friends, probably yeah. in a yeah. one-on-one setting. Versus you know obviously I use the stories still and yeah. push those out. But I, I find myself like a lot down on across the board with it. It's not something that you know it's something that's almost you're forced to do from out of work and you know. Especially when you have like a you know you have a brand that's being pushed out through those yeah. channels, whether it's so it's like you're, sure. uh, you're kind of people are waiting to hear hear from me. It's been a big part For of sure. your career, but I think there will be a backlash. I think there's going to be a time when people are, are sick of it and realize it and want to step back. I think you know the pendulum is going to swing both sides. I'm looking forward to that. Me too. I hope it, I hope it comes yeah. because I'm going insane. Like like you were saying earlier with the running. It's like that's like the best time. Like Absolutely. I get in the morning, don't look at the phone. Like just go yeah, for a run. Just go for it. And then, then you come back, and then I'm plugged in, and then I'm ruining my life. Yeah, like, exactly. What, right. What am I doing? But at least you get a little like hour hour break. <laughs> Dude, so what is the? Um, I was thinking about this on the way over here. What is the most? Do you get a lot of people that come up to you and are like, "Hey, I'm a dope, whatever. I'm the dope music guy. Like, can you put me on? Is that like the thing that you get all the time? Yeah, yeah. Of and course. how do you handle that? Because I say like, look. Keep grinding it out. I'll, I'll look for you. Like I'll look to check it out. What's your name? Try to remember. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, the way that it works, especially in this industry, is when I find you, that's when it's gonna really happen. It's not gonna be somebody coming up to me because at that point I'm searching you out. Here's the thing: people get mad. Like I'll just take 30 seconds of your time to listen to this, or three minutes of your day. But you're like, right, three minutes times a thousand, or all the people yeah. that want to get heard. It's it's just not yeah. practical, and it's it's not fair. Like and, and instead, it's not gonna work that way. People don't want it. People want to discover you they don't want you to 
push it on them. Like there's that cool moment when you discover them and feel them and track them down and find it out. So that's always what I tell people, like keep grinding it out. Like it's all great. What you're doing now, especially for new artists, is probably stuff that you're gonna hate six months from now. Yeah. So even though <laughs> yeah, you think yeah. you're ready, you're probably not yet. But yeah. I'll find you when the time is right. Don't worry about, you know, us, you know, you finding me. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It doesn't really work it's, that way. Yeah, yeah. It's, kind of, it's kind of backwards how that goes. Yeah. But it's like you almost have to like respect those people because you know there's For those sure. people that have been like found. You get it. Like you're and trying to, ones, especially yeah. around here where, you know, people, everyone's, sure. everyone's trying to do something and everyone's going for it. But it's yeah. at the same time, it's like, I, I don't know. Sure. So when the time is right, it all comes together too. Like yeah. sometimes, like there could be super talented people that it just might not be the time is right because they have to learn different lessons and, and go through, you know, fight these obstacles and stay persistent through it. It's a, it's a great test. It doesn't happen overnight. You know, it's, yeah. it's are people pretty responsive to that, or do they? For the most part, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, a lot of times, you know, sometimes like, like, man, it would just take you three minutes to listen, you know, on Twitter yeah. or something. You're like. Yeah, you, you can't even respond like dude, yeah. really. It just never ends. Like you're, you're the only person in the world that you know. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Let's stop everything. Re revolves because, around you. You know, you're looking for a break. Like we all were. Like that's not how how I got my break. It wasn't just like, hey, dude. Yeah. Like I hooked. Like and if somebody was, well, was, was yeah, smart, very smart, very strategic. You know, man, yes. Like look, if somebody wanted to know me, I'm not tough. Like look at your interests. If you want to find what they are, if you're into, yeah. like all right, you want to get my attention, send me a pair of Jordan Four yeah, Paws. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Th and put your CD in it. Then yeah. I guarantee you, I will listen you're gonna to it and shout you out. Like. But be like, be smart. Like, find out what your audience is. Like, when I talked to Steve, I offered him something before I ever even came with him. And then when I did, I offered him something that you know, ideas and strategy that he would benefit from. I wasn't like, hey, hire me. It was his idea to, to hire me. I, yeah. I, I never even thought that to be yeah. the truth. That would have been like, that would have been awesome. I think you kind of have to let it come. Yeah, uh, th and really offer others right yourself first. Like, come, if you want a job, come show show and prove. Don't just say, hey, I want a job. Like. Uh, that's, it's another thing. It's like, oh, I want to work. It's like, cool, there's only so many jobs, but show and prove. I have no problem. Like, I, I want to do that, but you see, like, everybody wants a job. It's like, show me what you can do, and if it works out, like, then it adds more value and doesn't make me have yeah, to, like, sure. come up with things for you to do. And, Tell like, me, a lot like, of times it's, it's like, oh, like, we want something. It's like, well, I'm yeah. going to have to come up with things for you to do. It's going to be sure. more work for me. It's just actually for sure. just way worse exactly. of a situation. You know. It's, I think it's, and I, I don't I hope I'm not being cynical, but I feel like in yeah. LA it's just harder, you know, with the, like everything is about relationships here. For right? sure. So this person, that person, so I come out here like, and I think it's a little bit of being from Alaska, being small town, just naive. Yeah. It's just like, why wouldn't I want everyone to succeed? Like, so I yes. introduce everyone I know to, oh, you're in music, like you should talk about to this getting guy. a cut about that. Yeah, like, I there's never so many expected. people that are so like, hold their relationships hostage and stuff, like with me. You know, it'll come back around full circle. It really yeah. does. And look, if something great, if I introduce you to somebody and you end up making a billion dollars, cool, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, take your dinner. Up. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we'll, but it's just we'll connecting people. It doesn't take you take you anything. I mean, look, if we're going to work together and I'm like, hey, I'm going to go buy this bus for you and, you know, we're going to do this, then that's a different situation. But if yeah. you're like, oh, I'm just going to introduce you with so-and-so, like so many people try to just be middlemen for that. And it's, yeah. I get it, but it's annoying and frustrating. And like people, even like when I introduce them, I'm like, oh, I'll give you a cut if it works out. I'm like, I'm cool. Like, I don't need yeah, that. Like, yeah. it'll, I'll, I'm I'd just rather, a decent person that yeah, doesn't need out, to do something nice with somebody that makes sense. Like, you know, that's what it's all about. It's a pet peeve, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that has just been a reoccurring theme yeah. for us out here. It's like, everyone's like, like I thought you, we were boys. Like how many things have I done for you? Not that I did them with yeah. anything expectation return, but like now all of a sudden you smell like the money coming and like you want like exactly. oh you, know, you can't introduce me to that guy. Like yeah, what is really. what is going on around here? Yeah. 
if if you had to give some advice yeah. to yourself at let's say maybe 16 when you yeah. were just kind of getting it going I mean it sounds like you didn't need advice you were kind of going oh, for no, it but, I always but say, knowing I what I you know back. now yeah knowing what you know now um, if you could go back and like kind of like yeah. just talk to yourself like what would what would that conversation for look sure. like I think, I think it's a couple things and I don't know if you really looking back would change things because it's made you who you who you are but really being able to you know to focus on the big picture things instead of just trying to do everything like really look at what the the end of the rainbow is at each one of those opportunities so certain opportunities you might not take if the upside is only that and also to me like one thing that like looking back I was so all about like work 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 non-stop that I'd pass up different opportunities and interesting things that came my way it could be like oh you you can go over here and DJ for three days and you know Australia or something that I wouldn't do I'd be like no I have to stay here because I have to be in the studio with so and so and like there's time like obviously it's a balance but I was definitely heavily balanced more on the work side I feel like I missed out a lot of those opportunities and now I try to be you know more conscious of those and take those things so don't be scared of you know you can always reschedule and push things but you know make sure you have that balance because it, it makes you a better worker in a weird way people say that so you really have to you know balance those things off it can't just be all work 24 7 don't turn down everything for that you know? hmm. I uh, I have a similar thing with sports with sports going up because yeah. I dedicated everything to it yeah. and so I never got to go on these vacations like yeah. all, all, all my friends are going on these trips I never like I grew yeah. up in Alaska I barely ice skate yeah. like because it's like they don't let you because you'll get hurt you, you hurt your arm you can't play or something and uh, when, when we were talking before we started recording uh, you were like oh you're checking out the playoff games and like what do you think I'm almost embarrassed because like I hardly watch. I like yeah. to go to games but I hardly watch games because I yeah. gave so much of my life to that and I feel like I missed out on so Seriously. many things and even though basketball is like a still like a pretty big part of what I'm doing um, it's like I like not being involved in that yeah. and trying like let's go on a trip or let's like yeah. go snorkeling or you know something yourself, the, yep. all the things that you never got to do so. yeah exactly like take advantage like it's a balance with both you know you can't be all like I'm not going to do those things but also you can have time to, to do all, like really look at what it is be like alright am I going to stay here for you know if I leave for three days or a week like what am I going to miss it's, you know if it's not a Kobe Bryant if it's not one of those things can yeah, I be rescheduled yeah. can I do it when I'm back and work overtime to do that it's it's worth it you know don't be and, and same the other way too don't just be like all about going all over and doing those things like put in work too it's, it's yeah. finding that balance I think that's yeah. the key I mean the key to life right it's us uh, it's us white guy uh, like uh, type <laughs> yeah. A like exactly. from a small place yep. I feel like we have to we have to prove ourselves always for me it might be a little bit of a little man syndrome I don't think you got that you kind of, how tall are you like 6'1 6'2 6'2 it depends on what shoes I got exactly 6'2 6'3 somewhere you, there do you still play ball at all or I have don't you I need to I want to I want to get a bass I want to get a hoop in my next house that's the next thing I want okay. to get a court so if like I try to we're gonna put together a team. I haven't been playing recently though. Okay. Much. You know who had a pretty good run? Do you know Nick Huff? Yeah, I feel like you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. He we had a good one, it was like all music people. And of oh, course awesome. I don't know any of these guys. And I just never know anyone. I'm in there. But it was like a good run, it was like a good group. It's awesome. Um but I same thing, like just stop playing. I played on Saturday, just randomly one of our that's buddies awesome. is was at USC this year. So he's like, Oh, I got the key of the gym. Oh, that's Literally, awesome. Literally had so much fun. It was that's just us playing like one on one on one. That's incredible. It wasn't like a full run, so there wasn't any idiots in there, whatever. Great. And I'm like, we need to start doing this every weekend because it's like that's awesome. For me, it's you got the a, kid a in the nice gym, mix let me up. Know, I'll be there. Yeah, it's a nice mix up. up. Well, let's go. It's a nice Done. mix up from running. Everyone. Like, the, the, my favorite quote in, life in basketball is Antoine Walker. You remember this one? Which one? I don't know if I do. He's, they said, "Why do you shoot so many three pointers?" You know what his answer is? 
because I haven't made a four-point shot yet. Because <laughs> <laughs> it would literally sit outside, they're like, drive, shoot. So that's how I live. I'd rather get the just three. Keep I'd rather keep shooting. Just that's keep how it shooting. is, I feel like, in small, the small <laughs> villages in Alaska. Yeah. They live and die by the three-pointer. Like, yeah. you go out there, and like, it doesn't matter. It's a fast break. Yep. Like, they're stopping and yeah. popping. We have this, like, legend. I hope some, someday he sees this. Uh, he's just, like, this old-timer. And he's the type of guy, like, you run into him, and he sees you, and he comes over, and he's like, his name's Steve McDonald. I'm just going to completely yeah. call him out right here. And he remembers in 1973, it was the third quarter, and we were down by four. And he remembers every stat. Wow. And But he was like an incredible, an incredible player. Like I've seen footage That's of this awesome. guy. But it, his quote was, uh, shoot till you're hot and while you're hot. That's was awesome. what he would always say. So just basically just shoot it all the damn time. That's like he would awesome. let it fly. So well, we're going to have to, uh, we're going to have to get out there. Done. Let's Have do it. Appreciate you, dude. Dude, thank you so much. Congrats on this. This is hey, awesome. This is the first of many. We'll have you back. Oh, yes. I love we'll, it. Uh, Anytime. We'll pull us up here. to the new house. We can be your basketball. Yes. Done. <laughs> yes. Thank you.